This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Governor Caitlyn Jenner, does she really have a chance? I think that she's woefully unprepared. Then crushed. The little boy pinned under a 100-pound box. Then, call me doctor. Mrs. Rosario has something about Dr. Rosario. Fired for not calling her doctor. Mrs. Rosario. It's Dr. Rosario. Thank you. And serial wedding thief. More than a dozen weddings hit. They say thousands of dollars in gifts were stolen. And the heartbroken brides and grooms. Their wedding days ruined. My heart just sank. Plus, acid attack. The college student splashed in the face with acid. This was definitely premeditated and personal. And why it's hitting close to home for top chef Padma Lakshmi. Acid was thrown in her face. And what was that? The giant explosion that rattled a neighborhood. Wait till you hear what caused it. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Olympic hero turned transgender activist Caitlyn Jenner wants to add a new title to her resume, Governor. The Republican today announced that she is going to challenge California Governor Gavin Newsom in an upcoming recall election. Now, she wouldn't be the first celebrity to lead that state, but what are her chances? Here's Jim Murray. Governor Caitlyn Jenner? Yes, she's running for governor of California. The reality star and former Olympian kickstarted her first bid for public office on social media. I'm in, she tweeted, with a link to her campaign website. Her supporters believe her celebrity status will definitely help. Jenner publicly showed support for Trump before. She's a longtime Republican. She's assembled a high-powered team, including Brad Parscale, President Trump's former campaign manager. He stepped away from Trump's re-election effort after a run-in with the police. Reaction to Jenner running was, at best, mixed today. I think that she's woefully unprepared. I don't take this that serious. Joy Behar couldn't keep the pronouns straight. I think that he should, or she rather, should take a seat. She quickly apologized. I had no intention of uh, mixing them up, but and I tried to correct it immediately, but whatever, it just came out. So I'm sorry if anybody was upset by that. Jenner is running against the current governor, Gavin Newsom, who's facing a recall for his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. Jenner slammed Newsom in a statement today. He orders us to stay home, but goes out to dinner with his lobbyist friends, referring to that private dinner Newsom attended at an exclusive Napa Valley restaurant at the height of the pandemic. So what are Jenner's chances? Caitlyn Jenner. She's certainly well known. The Olympic gold medalist who competed as Bruce Jenner became a worldwide sensation 
She came out as a transgender woman in 2015 and capitalized on the fame with her own reality show. Jenner isn't the first celebrity to seek the California governorship. There was Ronald Reagan and, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think it's great. We asked some of the good citizens of the Golden State what they thought. I think we've had enough reality TV stars in any sort of office. Now, a close call for a four-year-old little boy who was nearly crushed by a really heavy box that had just been delivered to his home. And had it not been for a fast-moving UPS guy, it would have been really bad. Here's Les Front with details. A little boy screams for help after a freak accident. Four-year-old Max Pratt loves doing chores around the house. So whenever a UPS package is delivered to their home outside Chicago, he carries it inside. But this day, the UPS driver delivers a monster box, a 100-pound package with a huge garden hammock inside. Little Max comes out to do his usual routine, but as he struggles to bring the box inside, it topples on top of him. The UPS driver is heading back to his truck when he hears the boy. He races up the path to grab the box. Max manages a smile as mom comes out. I tried to pick it up and then it fell on my head. I spoke to Max and his mom, Tracy, today. That was a heavy package, right? It was so heavy. He was pinned down and he was screaming for help. And if you think the UPS guy was Max's guardian angel, you're right. His last name is Angel, Marco Angel. It's moments like this where we're just so grateful for people like Marco. And the family was able to meet with Mr. Marco Angel to thank him in person. The conviction in the Derek Chauvin case has resulted in a reduction in some of the tension that the people of Minneapolis have lived with since last May 25th. And another sign that life is returning to normal, the boards put up to protect businesses are coming down. It was a city under siege during the trial of Derek Chauvin. Now the plywood and barricades are coming down in Minneapolis. Businesses boarded up for fear of civil unrest, but tension turned to jubilation with the guilty on all counts verdict. No one will ever forget that cell phone video of George Floyd's killing that sparked a national movement. But now that the verdict is in, what happens next for George Floyd Square? Despite the defortification of the city, the intersection where Floyd was murdered remains a no-go zone for cops, and there are demands for a permanent memorial. Meanwhile, fallout from the trial is putting cops across America under greater scrutiny. These officers stepped in to restrain a colleague who punched a woman after she was handcuffed. Cell phone video shows the 34-year-old woman kicked the officer during the arrest in Orange County, California. He has been placed on paid leave pending an investigation. And there were tense moments in Orlando when two teenagers on bikes okay. were held at gunpoint after reports of an armed robbery in the neighborhood. The teens turned out to be innocent of any wrongdoing, and an officer apologized. I apologize. It wasn't you, but you mastered the description. You honestly cannot apologize to me about pulling a gun on me. 
In Manhattan, a Black Lives Matter protest at Columbus Circle turned violent after protesters daubed anti-cop slogans and red paint on a monument. This woman worked really hard to earn her doctorate, so it means a lot to her to be called doctor. And that led to a heated exchange during a Zoom meeting with city officials. If Mrs. Rosario has something about one it's of those It's Dr. Standards, Rosario. Thank you, sir. If Mrs. Rosario has something Do about Dr. Rosario. It's well, a public you know, meeting I'm where sorry, a city official refuses to address this woman by her title, doctor. Um, well, I, you know, I, I'm sorry. Your name says on here, Carrie Rosario. Hey, Carrie. Um, it's Dr. Rosario. Dr. Carrie Rosario has a doctorate in health education and is an associate professor at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. But Zoning Commissioner Tony Collins apparently can't be bothered. So please, sir, uh, call me as I would like to be called. That's how I'm identifying. It doesn't really matter. We're here. It matters to me. It matters to me. And out of respect, I would like you to call me by the name that I'm asking you to call me by. I spoke with Dr. Rosario about the heated exchange. I was very frustrated by the disregard for such a simple request. You know, Ms. Rosario, the earlier, the another commissioner made a similar got, error, but immediately by. apologized. It's Dr. Rosario, um, by the way. My the, I don't, I really don't want to pin you in that regard. So Dr. Rosario, I do apologize for that. No problem. Dr. Rosario says she believes Commissioner Collins was being Rosario. intentionally disrespectful. It's been my experience as a young black woman um, with, a, with a doctoral degree that you know, I'm, I've often been dismissed. It felt like maybe, you know, he, he didn't want to show me that, that respect. It's reminding people of the controversy with First Lady Jill Biden when a column in the Wall Street I Journal questioned so, yeah. whether she should be addressed as doctor. Dr. Rosario says she can relate. Do you perceive this as racism, as sexism, or perhaps both? I did see that, you know, this is... Uh, at the intersection of both racism and sexism, even if it's not something that was intent in Mr. Collins's heart. She says Collins did leave her a voicemail apologizing. Do you accept his apology? I accept the apology. I have no ill will towards Mr. Collins. Collins did not respond to our request for comment. The Greensboro City Council voted to remove him from the city's zoning commission. This surveillance video was captured at a wedding, but the woman you see there is not an invited guest. She's accused of being a serial wedding thief who struck more than a dozen times. We spoke with five couples who say she ruined their big day. It was the happiest day of their lives, saying I do in front of their closest friends and family. But who was this mystery woman spotted on surveillance video at their reception? No, we did not invite her to the wedding. She was not a guest. You can see her approach the gift table. Does she walk off with cards filled with money? Newlyweds Madison and John Sakarzik say they can't believe this happened at their wedding. You don't ever go to a wedding where you know every single person there. No one there would look at her or anybody, you know, and say, who are you? And they are not alone. These other couples say the same woman also targeted their weddings. Police say she's a suspect in more than a dozen wedding thefts spanning three states, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Alabama, going back to 2017. We were blissfully unaware that anything had happened. Lee and Anna Perez Todd tied the knot at their church in Alabama. After noticing cards were missing, they asked the church for surveillance video. 
they pulled the footage and they sent us a screenshot and they were like, do you know who this is? And my heart just sank. And I said, no. And, you know, nobody knew who she was. And they said, well, she has the envelopes. You can see the woman walk into the reception and approach the gift table. Then she went through the rest of the church, prowling around looking for purses and wallets. She went into the different ready rooms and just looking for more things to take. Madison and Drew Rush got married in Tennessee. Madison says she had more than $300 taken from her purse. We uh, pulled the, the video from the church and uh, there she was. They were really blown away when they heard about the other cases. They're like, holy crap, that's the same woman that stole from us. So who is this alleged serial wedding thief? Authorities have identified her as 54-year-old Sandra Henson. These victims all say it's time to bring this alleged wedding day thief's crime spree to an end. I think all of us just want her stopped. Henson denies any wrongdoing. Experts say to be safe, instead of having people bring gifts to the wedding, have them mail them or send those cash gifts to you online or set up a lockbox. That way you can be sure things are safe. Now a young woman who's a remarkable example of courage and resilience, a college student who was horrifically disfigured when she was doused with acid. As Amber Cagliano reports, this search is on to find who was responsible. A college student is heading home. It is 8.30 at night. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a man comes up behind her. That's why I turned around so I could see, like, maybe a glimpse of whoever was about to take me, because that's really what I thought was going to happen. Then he does the unspeakable. He throws a liquid substance into her face. I felt like it was kind of warm juice. It was like room temperature, and it didn't stick to my face right away. It didn't burn right away. So I just thought I had just been pranked. A couple seconds later, I'm walking down the driveway after he did that, and, um... My face starts burning. It was acid and it was eating into her beautiful face and her eyes. My dad knew. He was like, oh my God, Nafia, it's acid. We got to call 911. Do they know what kind of acid? Um, it's like the acid that they put in batteries. The acid even seared the lining of Nafia Ikram's throat. Do you think this was a hate crime? I don't know for sure. I mean, I personally think that this was definitely premeditated and personal. Who would do such a thing? Nafia works part-time as a pharmacy tech and was coming home after a long shift. She was getting out of the car and walking towards the home on Long Island. She lives with her parents. You could see in the video the man comes sprinting from this direction and throws acid right on her face. So you think you were targeted? I, I think so. Acid was thrown in her face. The attack left TV personality Padma Lakshmi shaken. Her driver is Nafia's father. This Pakistani family um, is such a nice family. I've known them for over a decade. They don't even know if she'll be able to see properly ever again because she had contacts in and the acid burned and melted the contacts into her eyes. She's one of the most genuine people ever. Neighbors told police in Nassau County, New York, they saw three men sitting in this red car outside Nafia's house before the attack. She believes it was personal. Do you know who did this? We do not know who did this yet, but we will we will find out who did this. Nafia faces a long road of recovery, and she says she is actually grateful because it could have been worse. It was very painful. That's that's definitely one thing. 
but I'll get through it. Wow, what an incredible young woman. Nafia's mother is a nurse. She's uh, taken off work to help her daughter heal. And a GoFundMe account has been started to help cover the medical bills. It's already raised more than $450,000. We'll be back after this. Next, the plane that crashed into a car. Trapping a youngster inside. The new video as his desperate mom pleads for help. I saw him running and I tried to swerve. And... What was that? The giant explosion that rattled a neighborhood. Wait till you hear what caused it. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. It was a mysterious explosion that rattled houses for 20 miles. And when people found out what caused the blast, they were understandably furious. What the heck was that? An explosion so powerful, it caused several towns to shake. Sarah and Matt Taglieri felt the blast miles away. It even caused pictures to fall off the wall. We both ran out to the deck uh, thinking that maybe there uh, was some type of an accident. So I immediately called 911. My hands were shaking. So what in the world caused such a powerful explosion? Can you believe a gender reveal party? The parents-to-be set off 80 pounds of tannerite, a powdery substance often used at gun ranges to make targets blow up. Look what happens when this guy shoots a fridge filled with it. Tannerite has become popular at gender reveals. Police say the couple responsible for this blast took safety precautions choosing a quarry in Kingston, New Hampshire, because it was a safe location to detonate, never expecting the explosion to radiate to the surrounding towns. These neighbors say it went way too far. I have no problem with people celebrating the happy moments like having a baby, but their celebration literally rocked our neighborhood, our town, and in towns across southern New Hampshire. Talk about a baby boom. And by the way, it's a boy. Cops are now investigating all the property damage to determine if the new parents will be facing charges. Still to come, the plane that crashed into a car trapping a youngster inside the new video as his desperate mom pleads for help. I saw him running and I tried to swerve. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? 
Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. About a month ago, we told you about that plane that crashed into a suburban neighborhood, killing three people. Well, police have now released the body cam footage of the moment. It's just released police body cam footage showing the aftermath of a freak plane crash. As the single engine plane torpedoed to the ground a month ago, it clipped an SUV with a mom and her four-year-old boy inside. Now the body cam video shows police rushing to the scene in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Mom Megan Bishop somehow managed to escape. She can't believe what just happened. Rescue workers frantically work to get her son Taylor out of the mangled wreckage. As he's taken away on a stretcher, a firefighter dropped to his knees, overcome by what he saw. Unfortunately, the little boy did not survive. The heartbroken mom was also put on a stretcher and then taken away. The new body cam footage also shows an officer extinguishing flames. Witnesses seem to be in a state of shock as they try to comprehend how a mom and her son driving down a street could have met such a fate. I heard sputtering sounds, sputtering, 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 going down right side of the, of the plane, tilted. Such a shocking moment. When we come back, our video pick of the day. Finally today, a boy's conversation with a rooster. This little boy has a question. Have you ever heard of Chick-fil-A? <laughs> Sounds like that rooster has some strong feelings about Chick-fil-A. I think that was yes. I think that was Please Don't Send Me There. And that is Inside Edition. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus, starting May 1st.